0: This week's episode of the Sports Lords is brought to you by Wrangler's new line of denim underwear. Impress your lover with some sexy denim thongs, denim tidy whities and denim boxer briefs. Also, just in time for summer, check out our denim beachwear, bikinis, board shorts, and more, all made of denim and Wrangler tough. And now it's
1: time for the Sports Lord! Yeah. Oh, yeah! Stop!
0: Oh, man, I think Herb is sick again. He sounds yeah. all weird,
1: but... Yeah, I think he's got the triple COVID.
0: I think um, so, too, which is all,
1: uh, every, every strain at the same time. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, knowing Still shows Herb's, up to work. Exactly. And knowing his immune system, I'm sure he'll be back, you know, at full strength in no time.
0: Definitely, 100%. Um, yeah. That guy bounces back from... From everything and nothing gets in his way when he's
1: yeah. I mean it's diseases, uh, physical injuries, divorces, lawsuits, (laughs) the police doesn't matter. Yeah, he's he's like a freight train. He just keeps fucking chugging, man. Um, So uh, yeah, but um, I got to get me some of these denim thongs. Is what I got to get.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was being a classy gentleman. I thought I was doing everything right, but not having denim boxer briefs or denim thongs, I mean, I'm yeah. clearly not doing... I mean, I do now that they sent us the samples. Right. Thank you very much to Wrangler for that. But, um, yeah. man, I've been missing
1: out. Yeah, because, like, I, I just realized I prefer and I need a bulkier <laughs> underwear. I need some <laughs> underwear that really creates more chafing between my thighs and just all in my you know my privates area i need i need that down there fabric getting bunched up all the time yeah especially in the summertime um yeah
0: and these wrangler underwears they're they're amazing they're like really form-fitting and comfortable and the denim like stretches so like you put it on and then you take like a regular pair of Wrangler jeans and you put those on top <laughs> and it is just snug. It is yeah. snug and warm and Ooh. like you're getting yeah. hugged by a million people down there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right in your crotch area. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the fabric really like bunches up and makes your ass look Kind of weird, but in a good way, in a good way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and like, I
0: don't think the ad said it, but like, you know, there's like acid wash. There's like, you know, yeah. navy blue, like classic yeah. blue, light blue. They even have the frayed uh, boxer mm-hmm. briefs. So if you want a little style in your boxer briefs or like a little frayed already, uh, it's it's amazing. It's an amazing new line. And I'm excited to try out the board shorts for the beach this summer too. The denim board shorts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are going to be fucking sick. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I I I, um, I'm just waiting for the Brett Favre ad where we get to see Brett in you know the the board shorts, the boxers, thong maybe. Hopefully, Um, I mean we've all seen his penis already because he's
0: decided to show it to people against their will. So we've seen that. Um, exactly. So I don't think he should be shy at all. He should just like yeah. let it hang loose.
1: I, and I don't think he will be. I think, yeah, we'll we'll get to see Brett's ass sooner rather than later. <laughs> yeah. So. Um,
0: Before, yeah, it's funny that, yeah, it's funny that Wrangler is our sponsor and that Brett Favre came up because like I did, we did have a story to talk about with, about Brett um and i can call him brett because we're friends uh Mm. but i was gonna ask i uh have you as an adult purposefully not for like a comedy sketch worn like a man like a bikini like a a speedo basically
1: um that's a great question i I don't think I actually have worn a speedo even for comedy. I've done many humiliating things for comedy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> me too. I've worn I've worn um, diapers. I've worn baby diapers on stage. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. With another man who allegedly looked like me, former friend of the show, Eli Iskowitz, because everyone said we were twins, even though, right. like, I don't think we did it we we were forced to wear
1: diapers basically <laughs> you you were both tall and had glasses that's yeah. kind of where the yeah. resemblance ended but um you know but yes. but yeah
0: i've humiliated myself like you as well for
1: sure yeah uh but yeah i don't think i don't think i've ever worn a mankini
0: i haven't either and i'm yeah
1: i'm getting to an age where i'm
0: like fuck it why not it I mean, seems comfortable it seems like you know people in europe don't care
1: Exactly. Uh, why not? Yeah. You know, and sometimes I, I find myself as I enter the my later 30s here thinking, you know, I'm becoming too conservative. You know, you got to still, you got to try new things <laughs> just because you're old doesn't mean that you can't step out of your comfort zone still, you know? Uh, for sure. So maybe I got to bust out of mankini this summer and, you know, just let her all hang out for the people
0: because it is true the older you like at least for me because i'm in my last few months of my 30s i'm about to enter 40 mm-hmm. hood um mm-hmm. the older i've gotten the less i give a fuck about yeah like, kind of what other people think or that's true whatever yeah. um even in like regular daily short life short pants life i'm yeah. going shorter and shorter because it is like oh it's comfortable i don't it's need uh, half pants yeah
1: um,
0: especially in the
1: heat of summer you want right. as much leg out there as you can get
0: i still feel weird about it at times i'm not like runner short short but a yeah, seven yeah. inch seam totally cool me. Sure. a little above the yeah. knee get a little wind up there um but anyway that's yeah, just i was just curious about that because i i do know some people uh who have gotten to a point where like i don't give a fuck i'll wear a Speed her to the beach all day, and it feels great. Yeah. Um, I just worry about the the sunburn. Because... Yeah,
1: that's a major issue for me. The inner um,
0: thigh yeah. sunburn. <laughs> no bueno.
1: Um, that's, yeah, that's not good. When I was yeah. in
0: college, my girlfriend at the time talked me into going to a tanning salon with her. Oh and I did... And I, you know, and she was like, yeah, do you like the shortest time? It's like, whatever. And it'll, but it'll be good. And we can like tan together. And I'm like, all right, cool. Didn't think about those inner thighs who then places in my legs that had never seen the sun. I don't think in my whole life. Oh God. Yeah. And, uh, I couldn't walk for a couple
1: weeks. It was, oh, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've never experienced that because tanning beds are just an absolute non-starter for me with my oh, extremely yeah. pale skin um i was but yeah i was 19 and horny so oh, yeah like, no of course well, of
0: course i'm gonna yeah. do what you say <laughs> for sure That's out of yeah. my
1: league and for some reason talking to me uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no that's an extremely valid reason and under <laughs> those circumstances i would probably do the same thing um i've never been back again i will
0: say I've never been back again and never will
1: <laughs> yeah tanning is is something i'm just not i know i'm not capable of even on the parts of my body that get lots of sun exposure so um but yeah and i think with speedos like i feel like growing up in the 90s um speedos you know were like the butt of a lot of jokes mm-hmm. you know especially mm-hmm. as a kid you're like oh, oh yeah look at this look at this look at him, look at this, what he's wearing so um, But, you know, that's not there's no reason we can't change right. our views now. You know,
0: and that's the last time I wore a, a Speedo. I think I was it was in the 90s. I was a child. I was like. Being talked into joining a swim team and like learning like swimming and stuff. And so like those are the uniforms, especially back then. Yeah. But then I think I got made fun of and then it was like, well, I'm not going to swim anymore. Yeah. And it was over <laughs> yeah. because yeah. that's how things worked back then.
1: Yeah, exactly. Bully.
0: If if, um, if I go back and think about how many things I didn't do in life because of bullies as a child, it's like, <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. Bullies um,
1: have a huge impact on the course of your life. That's for sure.
0: Especially yeah. our, our age. And when we grew up, it's like, yeah, you know, I don't, I'm not gay. And I gotta yeah. prove to everyone at all times that I'm not, <laughs> um, because that was what we were told you had to do. Um, yeah, and speedos were they qualified? Um, yeah. But anyway, that's I took us on a weird tangent there. Uh, Little speedo
1: talk for you guys. Speedo talks, and if you're you gonna get any
0: speedos, don't get speedo brands. Get Wrangler denim. That's like, right. Men's bikini bottoms yeah it rolls off the tongue just as easy. Um, mm. but speaking of Wrangler, it's a, oh actually before we even get into that, as you guys can tell, we are down a Lord once again. Um, yeah, this time it's Kevin. Kevin has uh, been uh, kicked out of New Jersey permanently,
1: yeah, and he's um, uh,
0: had to flee the state.
1: yeah, that yeah, that's that's really the the nicest way we can put it because as you right. guys know, Kevin has been trying to work his way into the North Jersey mafia for the Mm -hmm. last couple of years. And I, he didn't really give us any details, but I guess uh, he ran afoul of some guys who were a little higher up in the power structure there. And uh, so he had to make an abrupt move out of state.
0: So we don't know where he is. We just know he is, in a car driving right now somewhere. Yeah, uh, He said he would contact us later and like, let us know. So, you know, uh, yeah, we wish him so. the best. We hope he makes it. Um, hopefully we hear from him again, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we wish, we wish him the best. He'll be back uh, yeah. hopefully
1: next week. Yeah. So um, yeah, just say a little prayer for Kevin, if you Let's,
0: can say a little just... prayer. And if you see him, don't, uh, don't go up to him. And yeah, uh, talk to him exactly. Trying to keep a low profile. Yep. Don't ask him about why he he has frosted tips all of a sudden, and like mm-hmm. you
1: know, <laughs> why he's They're... wearing a, some <laughs> denim board shorts that That's you've that... never seen him before. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't approach him and ask him about any of that. Just like know yeah. that he's doing all right. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Brett Favre, going back to this uh, great guy, um, Brett yeah. Favre, as we all know, longtime quarterback in the NFL of the Green Bay Packers, um, long running uh, punch line for the Falcons because they traded him um, and all this yeah. other stuff. But he has since retired from the NFL. He's his we've seen his penis because he's shared it to women even though they didn't Mm. want it. And now he's back in the news for other unsavory things. Uh, Brett Favre is being linked to an $8 million welfare scam um, (laughs) in which uh, he and other people are accused of misappropriating funds from the state of Mississippi for personal use and other expenditures. Um, There's been text messages that have been leaked and been made public from Brett Favre to John Davis, the director of the Mississippi Department of Human Services, requesting assistance from Davis um, and other state officials to help clear debt that he and his wife accrued um, as part of uh, an expose documenting his, you know, that's all come out as part of an expose documenting like how far he's gone. He apparently owed $1.1 million. He asked for $1.1 million from the state because he and his wife uh, spent that money on building a new volleyball court at his alma mater, Southern Miss University. So the poorest state of the country, who has limited funds to help out its people, he's trying to take money from that to yeah. pay back money for a volleyball court he
1: built. Yeah. Um, makes sense. Really cool.
0: He... um he apparently received $5 million grant funds designated for the state's temporary assistance for needy families program in order to build the stadium uh, at his, at a, build a stadium at his university as well.
1: Oh man. You couldn't like do something more like stereotypical evil, evil rich guy when you're, you're stealing from the needy families
0: fund. Well, it's funny you say that, Jimmy, because I think he did do something more evil than that. (laughs) In addition to all of this, uh, Favre allegedly also received $2.5 million in stolen funds uh, along through with uh, Prevacus, a pharmaceutical company that he's associated with, um, where Favre allegedly collected $1 million, and this uh, company... Is basically a scam. Um, they claim to be a, a pharmaceutical company that helps and develops drugs for uh, traumatic brain injuries, like such as concussions and um, other neurological problems. But they're in trouble. Uh, Farve was shown has shown him plotting to profit twenty million dollars um, from a pain cream. That was at the center of a $515 million health insurance fraud scheme that has already led to 20 convictions in Mississippi, not including Brett Favre, but all he is linked to all of this with this company. So he's wow. basically stolen money in a scheme, in a pharmaceutical scheme, and he's taken money for millions of dollars from the state's like needy help fund to build a stadium and volleyball facilities at
1: his college. <laughs> Oh man, uh, amazing. Because according to overthecap.com, Brett Favre made $141,407,000 in his NFL career. Um, you know, of course, that doesn't include the endorsement deals he's had over the years. The aforementioned uh, Wrangler jeans, of course, a big one, I'm sure, mm-hmm. that he's made millions off of um he had copper some fit. other ones
0: copper fit that's right all the knee braces and all that stuff for copper fit uh yeah he's of course wasn't something about mary i'm sure he got you know a few hundred
1: million dollars out of <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um yeah but so he's a rich he's super rich yeah he's a powerful like, guy um
0: Sure, he didn't make as much money as you said, like you, as you said earlier, he didn't make as much money as like current day NFL players, but he's doing fine. And in the state of Mississippi, like he's a hero there. It's just like he doesn't yeah. have to pay for anything ever, but he's got this weird rich guy scheme shit. Rather than just like, hey man, retire, hang out in Mississippi if you want. You don't have to pay for shit. It's all cheap anyway there. Um, yeah, um, just fucking hang out and have a good time or. Yeah. Go to a network, work like a couple days a week, and ask them to pay you like 30 million dollars for showing up and talking about football for
1: 30 minutes because they will. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. I, I don't understand these rich guys that like have to not only not only do they have to like find ways to keep getting even richer. But then like, yeah, they have to commit crimes. (laughs) (laughs) It's like if I made $142 million, like I wouldn't do anything. You know, I wouldn't wouldn't do nothing but like fun stuff. Um,
0: My wife was out of town this weekend um, and I sat around doing nothing for like three days and it was amazing. Like that's all I want to do all the time. I'm glad she's Uh, back and I missed
1: her and whatever, but like,
0: yeah. But if she was here and we just sat around doing nothing, that's the dream.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm not
0: rich. (laughs) Like I should be doing more (laughs) to try to like live easier, but like, it's fine. It's, I don't understand if if I had a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Like I would just travel and sleep in every day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. So I, I really don't get it, but um it's also just insane that he's stealing from his home state, which is I think the poorest it is state in the country. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, damn, dude. That that's like the opposite of what you should be doing with your your wealth, bruh. Come on. For sure. It's beyond
0: reprehensible and bad.
1: <laughs> um um
0: I mean, it's a state that has a poverty rate of 19.6%. Um, it is by far the poorest state in the in the union. Uh, and, you know, I'm not saying that to make fun of Mississippi. I'm saying that in defense of its people that needs these millions of dollars that have been taken by Brett Favre.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing, too, because he's come up with – yeah, like several different schemes. Right. Um, the Prevacus one that, the, <laughs> like, <laughs> the concussion drug that I guess doesn't actually even exist, but was just like the pretense for getting money from this like mm-hmm. economic development fund from the. Yeah. What a, what a guy.
0: Yeah. What a dude. Um, hey man, but if you're not hustling, you're not doing anything, dude. That's but, right, I'm just dude. Brett I'm... Favre. I'm just Brett Favre, man. I listen to Gary V's podcast. I love Gary Vaynerchuk, <laughs> and he just has to always yeah. be working extra hard, man. And that's what I'm doing. I'm just working hard. If I'm not, if I'm not working, I'm dying.
1: That's right, dude. I mean, I just took all this money from the from the poor, hungry families fund who need it real bad. I took it. I put it all in crypto, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I, I put it in Dookie Coin. I'm telling you, Dookie coin is is about to explode. And then I'm going to space. You know what I yeah, mean? Y'all,
0: Dookie Coin is about to explode like my asshole explodes after yeah. I eat a lot of ice cream at night. And I am gonna go to space and I'm gonna eat ice cream in space. You better believe that.
1: No, dude, I mean that's like I kind of do everything I do for that dream of eating ice cream in space. You know what I'm saying? You know that dick pic I sent to that reporter that got me in trouble? That's an NFT now. And
0: it's on sale, bitch. Yeah. Get at me.
1: Yeah, I'm turning that freaking failure into a success. You can suck my dick. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> i wish i wish this was all jokes but like that's the society yeah. we live in now yeah <laughs> man, i hate You'd it probably i hate it so much
1: <laughs> he is like definitely involved in uh cryptocurrency and nfts i'm sure on, in some way <laughs> hey man i don't know what that <laughs> shit is but like get me in yeah that's like computer nerd shit that's nerdy as fuck but... oh
0: if nancy takes care of that all right that's not me yeah. i just I Just signed the autograph on the check and then we're done. We are <laughs> rolling in buku dookie coin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, what a what a dude! So if you do see Brett Favre just out and about, make sure you go up and shake his hand. Um, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of like other NFL rich guys, uh, we didn't bring I forgot to bring this up uh I guess a couple of weeks ago is when it first started, but uh Tom Brady, another rich quarterback from the NFL. Um, so far the nefarious stuff hasn't come out yet necessarily, although some people argue his whole yeah. diet idea is nefarious.
1: But um, um but he he's, is he's kind of like a farve, like he's farv. very crypto. Yeah, and he's doing – because, like, at the end of Favre's career, the Packers were like, all right, retire now. Right. We don't need you anymore. And he refused to, and he played for, like, three different teams at the end or, like, two, like, right. the Vikings and the Jets. or mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's a little – him and Brady have that in common, at least. The difference being Brady is an actual winner and not the
0: most overrated quarterback in the NFL's yeah. history the way I think Brett Favre is, but that's just me. Yeah, um, yeah it's fair but uh tom brady he um he the stories come out and it's like weird because it's all with tom brady everything's weird because he can't give a straight answer to anything but apparently he was set to become a minor when he retired for two weeks uh in those two weeks he was set to become a minority owner of the miami dolphins football franchise down there in miami with the hopes of then returning and playing for the team that he owned. Yeah. Um, which some people are saying also is linked to a little bit of the whole Brian Flores lawsuit. Um mm-hmm. and s- ties into that somehow. Um, which is still active, by the way. And the other coaches have jumped on board, which we'll talk about that another time. But but yeah, Brady was set to do that uh before it the deal I guess fell through and he decided to return to Tampa and questions are still coming up because it's like not, you know, people are saying, although well, well, he still could buy the team. Can he buy the team and still be quarterback for another?
1: Oh, yes. You know? Yeah. Dang. I hadn't thought about that. And I guess, uh, cause Bruce Arians, the Bucks mm-hmm. coach, former step, former coach cause he stepped down and moved into a front office role. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, it, like I think they both said Brady and Arians were both like, oh no, I, we we love each other. We get along great. Right. But it seemed like that was maybe playing a factor in Brady wanting to, to uh get out of there. Oh yeah. Um and yeah, and so it seems like so so that deal died because of the Brian Flores. Yes. lawsuit Mm -hmm. and i i've seen some super galaxy brain conspiracy (laughs) suggest that part because part of what spurred the brian flores lawsuit was the text message he got i mean that was like the thing that did it was that bill belichick congratulated the wrong Brian. brian and so flores realize like this is a I'm about to go on a sham interview because they've already chosen their candidate. So I've seen people suggest that Belichick knew what he was doing and did that deliberately to like embarrass the dolphins Mm -hmm. and therefore keep Tom Brady from going to a division, a divisional team that the Patriots have to play, which is insane and highly unlikely but you know it's a fun conspiracy it
0: is Uh, amongst all the conspiracy theories out there it's like benign and safe (laughs) doesn't seem overly anti-semitic the way most conspiracy theories are uh yeah so it's like but who knows it's like the patriots yeah Um, but that is funny that bill belichick would would think so far ahead how can i yeah knowing that he would react this way and that this domino (laughs) would fall and stop the sale to tom brady
1: yeah it's like wow it's it's some real like spy shit
0: because like even if dolphins added tom brady like they'd still suck (laughs) 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 like they're they're good but they're not great uh, yeah, so it's just like it wouldn't have really changed anything. But that's a that's a fun conspiracy theory.
1: Yeah, no, it's <laughs> insane. It's insane. He's such a genius, bro. Bill Belichick's such Dude. a genius. Dude. <laughs> think about it. He did it. He got the dominoes rolling. <laughs> yeah, you don't believe it because you're stupid. You're not a Bill Belichick yeah. guy. Look yeah. at him. He never smiles. That's how you know he's smart. <laughs> it's
0: true you know yeah. someone's smart if they don't smile if, if you see someone smiling they're a fucking idiot
1: yeah exactly what the hell are you smiling about <laughs> um yeah but i feel bad for tua yeah because they drafted him and they're like they <laughs> seem like they do everything they can to get and they're like looking everywhere for a different quarterback i know and like the three he's only been there for like two or three years and they're like fuck you we got you got to get the fuck out of here anybody else
0: and he was hurt for one of them and then like they have no wide receivers
1: <laughs> yeah but, um
0: but hey whatever it's not our problem we got Marcus Mariota baby hell
1: yeah <laughs> oh which reminds me i yeah. and i forgot to mention this earlier, but actually, I went to my first Atlanta United game oh, over nice. the weekend. Oh, yeah, rough one. <laughs> yeah, it was a very boring game, zero so zero yeah. tie. Uh, but that was the first time I'd been to Mercedes Benz Stadium, and uh, it's nice. It really is very nice. It's yeah. I still think it's ridiculous that uh, the city of Atlanta paid for that, basically. But um, but it's nice.
0: <laughs> I will say, because I was always annoyed by that. But now that I live here in Buffalo, after seeing the amount that the state of New York is going to give Buffalo for a new stadium, yeah, Arthur Blank seems like a benevolent, uh, <laughs> nice billionaire <laughs> yeah. who covered the majority of it. Uh, because I think the city of Atlanta and its taxpayers ended up paying like two and a half million or, uh, not million, uh, Billion, I believe, billion, uh, yeah. two and a half billion for Mercedes Benz, <laughs> whereas here in New York State, uh, it's going to be almost nine billion. taxpayers. Oh. it's like eight point five something that Governor Kathy Hochul said would be good. Um, Holy shit! You know, so for someone like me who doesn't even make fifteen dollars an hour, it's great. I love it. That's I awesome. think it's good. Yeah, I yeah. think it's money well spent. Uh, sure. the city of Buffalo, you know, there's potholes literally everywhere you go. There's not even lines on the streets uh for mm-hmm. lanes when you're driving. Um sure. and the infrastructure in city's crumbling, but we need a new stadium.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's just it's good. Responsible.
0: I'm I'm happy yeah. about that. Um, um but yeah, it it like seeing that, it does make <laughs> it does make atlanta's 2 billion yeah. seem like hey, chump change it's
1: pretty, pretty reasonable <laughs> um, but anyway just want to throw yeah, that no, in no, there. for there sure. it's a nice stadium it's nice it
0: really is and uh are they still doing the cheap concession prices during they, the games or cheaper yes.
1: <clears throat> yes they are um i got i got two beers i think they were 7 bucks seven or eight bucks for which by stadium standards is pretty reasonable super reasonable
0: yeah i was gonna say yeah because the one time i went it was like i was able to get a couple beers and like a couple hot dogs for like 30 dollars total in the end or 25 or something which is like wow that's great after living in new york city where like one beer is you know 18 (laughs) dollars
1: exactly it's like yeah. amazing <laughs> yeah because i i think even at truest park they're like 12 bucks or 13 yeah. bucks or something like that so.
0: which is reasonable amongst a lot of <laughs> other mlb stadiums yeah yeah um but that's great um speaking of truest park you know you got baseball yeah. still cruising right along here
1: yeah um
0: and you got to go yeah. you got to go to a game
1: I went Uh, last week, right? Yeah, I went to two sporting events last week. I went to the Braves game on Tuesday uh, with friend of the show, Luke Mayu. And uh, it was like the main reason we went was because it was Austin Riley bobblehead night. We wanted to get Austin Riley bobbleheads. Of course. Uh, But then it turned into a slugfest of a game that the Braves eventually won 16 to 4 against the Washington Nationals. Um, and, uh, so we saw Ozuna hit two home runs that he destroyed and we saw Juan Soto absolutely destroy a home run, which, um, it's kind of fun to see like an opposing star. And in that case it was like, Oh, we were already up by like 10 runs. So I was like, I just got to see Juan Soto, like show why he's so good. And it didn't (laughs) hurt my team. Yeah. at all so like oh, it's a win-win um so yeah it was a good time i feel the same way about Truist that i kind of do about the bends where it's like i think it's crazy that they built the stadium but it's a very nice stadium right it's a pain in the ass to get to and the parking sucks but once you actually get inside the stadium you're like oh this is this is a lot nicer than turner field i have to admit
0: so yeah and the thing about Truist, it's like even more annoying than like this Buffalo stadium or Mercedes Benz is that the taxpayers paid for all of it and it was secret. Yeah. It wasn't even made public until after the government had agreed to do it with Liberty Media
1: or whoever or Truist or whoever. The exactly. Fuck it.
0: So like, it's like, it wasn't even like anyone had a chance to say anything. About that.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. We got blindsided by that. Yeah, um, that have you been before? Was this your first trip there? I got to go a couple times last year. Oh, sick. So last cool, year cool, cool. was my first time, yeah.
0: That's um, awesome. But, yeah, it's it's nice. Yeah, I'm looking to get down there at some point and go to a game because um, I still have not been. But um, But, yeah, our Bravos struggling a little bit to start the season. Yeah. No surprise, yeah. really. I figured there would be – a little bit of a period of like, just kind of coasting and riding high on mm-hmm. the world series, which you've earned and you deserve. And, you yeah. know, max Freed got a look, got pulled from the last game. There's been, you know, the team's still gelling, all, you know, Freddie leaving Marcel yep. coming back. Like a lot of different things have been going on. Um, For sure, so it's going to take a minute. The division's a lot harder all of yeah. a sudden. Oh yeah. Uh, it's very good. So, yeah, I honestly like don't care what happens. We got our World Series. I don't need yeah. a dynasty, but if we get one, great. Um, and it's yeah. like so long of a season that plenty of, exactly plenty of time.
1: There's no reason to freak out right now. It's uh, yeah, they're five and seven. They've been uh, yeah, you know they haven't played great baseball yet but um but have shown some flashes so yeah it's you know but i feel the same way it's like we just won the world series <clears throat> it's i mean it's the beginning of the season anyway but there's no reason to freak out
0: no and that's what's frustrating that they'll have a game where they look incredible and it's like all right this yeah. is like the team we expect and then the next game they'll come out and like lose two to one in exactly like some dumb way so it's like it's there it's just you yeah. got to bottle it somehow yeah um, um. speaking of freakouts though i did in in baseball i did want to talk about this story there's already been an unwritten rule freak out uh alert out in san diego mm. um as the padres were very upset uh with the giants for breaking an unwritten rule basically what happened is um the giants were up by nine runs in a game in the bottom of the sixth inning. And the, who was it? Uh, Mauricio Dubon of the Giants mm. was up to Great bat. Name. Yeah, he was at the bat and he laid down a bunt single and got on base and the Padres got pissed off about that mm-hmm. because it is an unwritten rule that if you're up big you don't bunt and you don't do things mm-hmm. to try to win the game because, you know, comebacks have never happened in baseball.
1: Yeah. A um, sport that doesn't have a clock. No. So like you can they, you know, you have all night theoretically mm-hmm. to make a comeback, you know.
0: So Eric Hosmer was upset and he like yelled at the guy and told him that he shouldn't do that. Uh, the manager was upset of the Padres, uh, not Jace Tingler. I don't remember his name, but he was pissed mm-hmm. off. Um, and we've gone over unwritten rules before and how much we hate them. And or at least I do. And I think they're dumb as fuck. Um And the Giants manager, Gabe Kapler, who I've never been a huge fan of totally, Mm -hmm. his explanation for why bunting actually makes a lot of sense. And it helps. Here's his direct quote, and it'll explain a little bit for anyone listening who's a big unwritten rules guy. Here's why they did it. Here's Gabe Kapler. He said, our goal is not exclusively to win one game in a series. It's try to win the entire series. Sometimes that means trying to get a little deeper into the opposition's bullpen. I understand that many teams don't love that strategy and I get why it's something that we talked about as a club before the season and that we were comfortable going forward with that strategy. It's not disrespectful in any way. It's because we feel very cool and strategic, which is a dumb line. It's also (laughs) the best way to win a series. When I say cool, I mean, calm, we're not emotional about it. We're not trying to hurt anybody. And he's right. Like, yeah, their no, goal that's... isn't to win the one game; it's to win the series. So, if you tire out the other team's pitchers, you have a better chance of winning the series. Yeah, how is that bad? That's called competition.
1: It's, it's a perfect argument. Like that's the best argument you could make. And you could you could also argue like in professional sports. I mean, maybe within some boundaries, but like guys are judged by their statistics. Mm-hmm. So, like, why shouldn't a guy? Who you know? I've never heard of Mauricio Dubon. Yeah. So like, who knows? He might he might be trying to stay on the roster. You know, right. like this dude could be fighting for his job. Right. So like, why shouldn't he be allowed to try to get on base to like stay in the major leagues potentially? You know,
0: it's so funny because like coming off of March Madness and stuff, I just think about it all the time in that sport and college and and even in the NBA when it's a blowout and you bring in your bench guys, but especially in college, it's like more prevalent. Mm-hmm. You bring in like the white boy walk-ons yeah. who all look like me and are like chubby and out of shape. Uh-huh. And When they jack up threes, you see the starters and everyone on that bench going fucking crazy. And when they actually <laughs> make one, the whole stadium, you know, everyone's excited yeah. and goes nuts. And most of the time, the other team doesn't really do shit. You know, it's like, whatever, man, Yeah. got to, you got to right. do it. So it's just yeah. silly. Uh, and Dubon even said afterwards, too. It's like, I'm not trying to disrespect anyone. It's like, we're just trying to win the series. And this was our strategy. Yeah. And I'm just here to do my job. So, yeah,
1: no, that's that's extremely weak sauce.
0: I think from... the Padres are just pissed because they're struggling. They're not off to the start. They want, mm-hmm. you know, they're not living up to the expectation that everyone thought Yeah, and haven't lived up to that expectation. And so, like, now they're just
1: looking for anything. Yeah they're losing their patience. Cause yeah, last year they were, they were like the team yeah, going into the season and they, I mean, yeah, they finished third in their division. So. And they spent so
0: much money and the year before they lost to the Dodgers as well in the playoffs and just like, yeah, it's been rough for them and I get it, but like you take it easy with this, unri- especially at the yeah. beginning of the year, like chill the fuck out. Lighten up, bro. Come on. Stop them. Stop them if you can't do it. Right. Exactly. Uh, But yeah. um, Otherwise, you know, it's like. The fucking. uh, The Mets are doing real well, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's it's been an interesting season so far.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The Mets are doing well. And I've I have I've seen a couple headlines about how they keep like making heady plays like mm-hmm. they're playing really smart and like aggressive i guess so i guess buck Showalter, walter at least it looks like he has had a positive impact on that team so right you know we we're big believers in the mets met scene on this show and i oh yeah in my heart i believe that will happen but you know even if it doesn't the braves their teams just as good. So, it's it should be a hell of a season in the NL East. For sure.
0: Um the Nationals just seem to want to start shit with everyone, which is kind of funny.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um they're getting real scrappy. They
0: really are. Uh and as we speak, the Mets are down right now, which is a uh, good for us, yeah, bad for me yes. in fantasy, but you know. Um good for us. So uh yeah, it a, it's been a weird week for us. Uh, the Braves and Dodgers have been playing. So, you know, mm-hmm. Freddie reunited, hit a dinger on his first at batch against yep. his own club. Um, but good for him.
1: Yeah. Freddie, we miss you. Um, but hey, good luck to you. But not now I hate you. No. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh moving on here in the world of sports the nba playoffs are underway since we last spoke i made a correction uh i went in and added a correction or last episode um we had started recording before it was settled but the nets mm. are not playing the bucks they're playing the celtics which has been an epic series already so far that first game was incredible it was a buzzer beater from jason tatum at the end layup to give boston a win um that's like the series of the first round it, you know, yeah. If if you didn't know it, you would think it's like a a conference finals uh, with the intensity and and like the skill that's out there. Um, The overarching talking point of that series, that was Kyrie Irving versus the fans and people of Boston Mm -hmm. as they are taunting him hard as they should. And he can't take it and has been giving the finger uh and it's yeah. been fined fifty thousand dollars by the nba <laughs> for giving the finger to multiple fans and kind of like mocking them which look if i was commissioner i'd be like who cares let it let them go at it let it. it's fun
1: <laughs> like as long as there's
0: no like physical altercation you know it's it's like who cares i don't know man
1: yeah no i i um yeah i don't i don't really care either i guess I do think Kyrie should be
0: more of a professional he shouldn't respond fans are annoying especially in Boston of all places yeah but there's like a history there at least with him whereas like I don't know Knicks fans spitting on Trey Young last year was like right. celebrated as a fun thing like what the fuck yeah. are we talking about here um, yeah but Kyrie yeah. had a history there he played there of course he did the commercial where it was like i'm gonna have my number retired up there and then like bail yep. as soon as he could um he's also an easy target um because people know he's gonna react so it happens yeah i hope yeah nothing comes out of it beyond what happened in game one and they just like play a seven game series it's like
1: epic yeah i mean yeah i i hate to side with boston fans i, I know it's not something i like to do <laughs> but in this case yeah i'm like i mean it it sounds like like obviously they're not it wasn't like racist stuff they were shouting like it just seemed like shit talk like there's just tons of shit talk going on because he didn't say anything in his like post game no about how he was like offended by what people were saying he was more just like if people are going to say like fuck you you bitch i'm gonna like give it back yeah I'm going to say it back to him,
0: um, which he's so, kind of right. But at the same time, when you become a professional athlete, this is sort of the deal that you have to. Yeah. Um,
1: right. That's I long will, been like,
0: yeah, I will say if I had to guess, there's probably been a couple of racist things yeah, the probably, Kyrie from yeah, Boston. But if I had to guess, Boston especially Celtics in fans, Boston Celtics.
1: Yeah, no, there probably has. But it seemed like <laughs> <if> it, <laughs> but those aren't just at Kyrie. I feel like those are like literally anyone. <laughs> yeah. And he just it seemed like it was more just straight up right. shit talk. Yeah. Cuz I feel like if he was if you if it was more mostly racist then he would have been like they were calling me you know slurs and I Yeah, he like
0: would have spoken home. up probably and you know yeah. security and and as he should. Um yeah, this is a tough series because it's like I'm famously not a Boston sports fan, but like I don't hate the Celtics team necessarily. Like mm-hmm. I don't hate Jalen Brown, Atlanta's own Jalen Brown. And I don't hate Hell Jason yeah. Tatum. Um, and I kind
1: of hate the Nets. <laughs> I mean, the Nets are so super it's like, hateable.
0: Yeah. So it's like I'm having a hard time because I'm like I should easily not be rooting for Boston, but I'm like
1: kind of hoping that
0: Boston yeah. wins this round because, like, fuck the Nets.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, because the Celtics have been like the best team in the East for the last couple months, right? Or like they've been playing really well. Yeah,
0: yes, they were the hottest it, team for a little while for sure.
1: Okay, yeah, and like the Nets are this weird like s- s- super team that like barely Kyrie, made it in, barely made it in because Kyrie was <laughs> only playing in half the games for a while so yeah i mean the celtics are kind of more likable just because they're not this weird like super team that like was only like a part-time super team they've hardened bailed on them because right you know it's like it's bad when there's too much bullshit for james harden exactly (laughs) so it's just a weird it's a weird team
0: it's a weird team. It's hard to root for. They don't have any true fans. If anyone tells you that they're fans of the Nets, they're not. Unless it's like an old New Jersey head who, like, yeah, grew they up betrayed and like, their fan base. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Celtics, too, like Brad Stevens not being their coach, like, makes them more likable to me now that they have Ime Udokas. I don't know. There's the team itself, I don't hate. So it's like tough, but. Um, But anyway, that's like the if you're if you're not an NBA fan and you're looking to like sort of get in like that's the series I recommend tuning into if you want to watch like good basketball. Um, So anyway, since since we talked last week, our Atlanta Hawks dominated the Charlotte Hornets in the first play in game and then had a huge comeback where Trey Young put on a show. Against that the Cleveland Cavaliers
1: incredible to that get into awesome. the
0: playoffs. They were down 14 and Trey just like lit them yeah. up and they, they eliminated them. Their,
1: they didn't take their first lead until like a couple minutes left in the third quarter or yeah. something like that. Or yeah. maybe it was even yeah. the fourth quarter. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was awesome. So they made it in. They lost the first game to Miami not a lot to talk about there. I didn't think they would win that game. I don't think they're going to win the series, but I don't think, you know, they cause Clint Capella got hurt in that Cleveland yeah. game. Um, so not having Capella, John Collins is playing, but he's like still gimpy. Um, yeah. So like
1: they, just... are, they already played two like playoff games basically. basically. So they're, you know, they're a little more gassed than the heat probably for
0: sure. Um, but I w- I do want to go back to that Cleveland game because I thought <laughs> I love Trey young so much because he does not give a fuck. Like if I wish I had like an ounce of his self-confidence at the end of the Cleveland game, because they got eliminated and that's the end of their season and Cleveland had a bounce back season. They were like in the top four, most of the year and then dropped at the end. They haven't been in the playoffs since LeBron left them. Um, So they had a bit of a bounce back year. They have a bright future. Mm -hmm. They have a really good, probably the rookie of the year on the team. There's things that are developing in Cleveland. It's looking promising so at the end of the game (laughs) the fans being good fans and nice like stood up and were clapping and giving a standing ovation for the cavaliers they were leaving the floor (laughs) trey Young turned around and like waved them goodbye and like (laughs) shrugged them off and it was hilarious it was so fucking funny he's such a dick and i love
1: it yeah yeah he is man he's got big balls on him that guy yeah balls
0: they're playing game 2 tonight the the heat shut them down pretty good in game 1 uh i don't think i think he'll have a bounce back game tonight um if the hawks have any chance of getting through and pulling off the major upset they have to win the night i think um they got a split yeah. on the road and then they go back to atlanta where they're much better at home um i don't know Capella's status as of now uh i know he was like listed as questionable so we'll see um elsewhere uh the team I think that is when Kevin, I think you weren't on this episode, and Kevin was asking me for picking uh finalists or whatever, conference finals in the NBA. But um, after seeing the these first two games, I think um now that Steph Curry is healthy, I think the Warriors are back to being the Warriors and it's gonna yeah. get fucked. For the West, <laughs> I think the Warriors are back, and it's not going to be good for everyone else. I think it's them and Phoenix for sure going to be in that conference finals because Steph Curry's back, and so is
1: Clay, and so is Draymond. And uh yeah, I well, I I saw something that they they scored like seventy points in like a quarter and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Warriors so that's are back. Insane. The yeah. Warriors are back, folks. <laughs> Good lord,
0: it is. Um, it's uh, it's scary because I remember when Kevin asked, it was like, Yeah, the Suns are gonna run away with it unless Steph Curry's healthy, mm-hmm. and uh, it looks like he is. Um, uh, where is it? It's, uh, and he's only playing 22 to 23 minutes a night, he's on a points restriction or a minutes restriction, excuse me, because he's coming off a foot injury. And so he played 23 minutes. He still had 34 points, four assists, three rebounds and one block in the last game Damn! That's in 23 insane. minutes. So, and that's like where I think Brooklyn's going to struggle, right? Cause Curry's doing that in 23 minutes and the nets have to play Kyrie and Kevin Durant, basically the whole game because yeah. their team, they don't have it. You know, their bench is like fine, but not great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So they're not a full complete team, but but we're it's still early still a lot can happen um but the playoffs are underway and it's it's been fun i've been enjoying watching um the sixers have been cruising uh joel Embiid got into it with the coaches raptors in the middle of the game uh he's just telling him to stop complaining he said to the refs um and uh the bucks i think are the best team in the east they're also cruising in uh you know, I don't know if anyone else has said this, but um Giannis is pretty good.
1: Oh, you think so? I, I think so. I'm gonna go out on a leap here. The, I'm gonna take a first, leap here. I know. I that's the first I'm hearing that, but um, uh, now that you said it, I I'm starting to agree. Yeah, I know it's risky, but Giannis, man, he's uh yeah. he's good. Yeah, yeah, that guy can hoop. Guy can fucking play.
0: <laughs> 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 that's unbelievable what that guy does. Um Yeah, the only close series really so far is the Mavericks and Jazz, which is like probably the least interesting series in the sense of like the players and uh, Luca's not even playing because he's injured right now, Uh, but they're tied at 1-1. If he comes back, the Mavs will cruise, but otherwise I think they're in trouble. But yeah, the playoffs are here and they're going to be here for a little bit, so check them out oh, and like yeah. i said if you're not an nba fan and you're looking for one thing to zero in on celtics nets that's the first that's the round one series that's like the most fun and intriguing yes. to watch. intense oh
1: yeah oh yeah it's a spicy one for that's sure that's the
0: one to watch i'll be watching my hawks of course and uh you, you guys will know what happens there
1: <laughs> uh let's see
0: what else we got i think we're kind of wrapping it up here Oh, I do want to mention real quick as well. Just again, talking to no one uh just by myself, Champions League last week in soccer was fucking insane. Um, absolutely insane. Champions League in soccer. Uh Real Madrid blew a 3-1 lead, came back to win an extra time to advance. Real upset Bayern Munich. That'd be like a 15 seed upsetting a one seed or something in, in basketball. Dang. Uh, so Munichson eliminated and then Man City and Atletico Madrid had a near brawl on the field. Um, Man oh, City ended geez. up winning. Then the fights escalated into the tunnel where they had to be separated by teams and coaches. Players did, and people were spitting on each other and like swinging and going at it. and then they had to call in Madrid police to Holy stand shit. outside of both locker rooms because players wanted to murder each other. So <laughs> it got That's insane. Awesome. It got crazy uh it got crazy last week so i was exciting to watch for me and anyone else so sports are getting wild out there folks just all over the place there's all kinds of shit going on it's getting crazy out there yeah y'all tune in check it out y'all it's a good time it's a good time going out there good yeah good things doing um oh yeah but uh yeah i don't know i think we kind of covered all the sports that happened, all the the juiciest topics. Oh, I do want to say before we go, just a quick, uh, quick little, uh, side note only because it's a personal thing, not trying to offend, but I do want to give a quick shout out and a thank you. And I want to shout out all the, all the people out there with no children who, uh, have to constantly cover for people who have kids and excuses with their kids at work. Uh, uh. I want to give a quick shout out. It's not an anti-parent thing. It's a shout out to the people who don't have kids who cover. Uh, I want to give you guys a shout out cause you're the true heroes of this economy. You're the ones that really keep things going. Um, And yeah, because I'm definitely in the middle of dealing with that and have dealt with it several times before. And it's like really aggravating. So shout out to all you childless people out there. Thank you for your service.
1: Hell yeah. We thank you.
0: It's just so annoying. (laughs) The children are the excuse to get out of anything.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's shitty.
0: Because at least in my experience, it's like, hey, my kid is sick. And everyone's like, oh, please go. Yes. Uh And then I'm like, hey, guys, I, I think I'm i'm sick and like i have i don't feel good and like you know we're in a pandemic and i want to like not spread stuff it's like oh we're gonna need a doctor's note it's like oh cool right yeah on.
1: oh great so, cool, awesome. cool cool
0: cool. So shout you. out to those people thank you uh I, you're you i see you you are seen uh and then also uh thank you to wrangler everyone go make sure you go buy those denim denim thongs oh yeah Heidi Whitey's
1: or acid whiteys or whatever they're called it's I mean summer's right around the corner so you want to show off what you got get ahead get ahead of
0: everyone else go to wrangler.com enter promo code promo code um uh Kevin's on the run and uh you'll get like a 10 percent discount and uh, yeah
1: and uh, like like we said say a prayer for Kevin say a prayer because he's we can't really. He didn't really go into detail. But, no, but he's he's in danger. Right now. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be fine. But it'll you know. be fine. He'll it'll, it'll get worked out. But but still, yeah. the prayers help.
0: Yeah. Um. So anyway, on that note, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. Uh, have a wonderful rest of your week. And uh, we'll see you then. Uh, Papa, bless. Bye bye. He has no
1: pizza experience.